Welcome to the Faith Christian Fellowship of Montego Bay's podcast. We are reaching for His glory through building and teaching. I hope you are encouraged and edified by this message. When we just started in March our online service, we went through a teaching on overcoming seasons of crisis. And I want to remind you that greater is he that is in you than he that is in the world and that you have in you what it takes to overcome, to win. I did make the point about the law of lift. I want to remind you of that for a few moments. The law of gravity is what keeps things on the ground. I made mention of a 747 aircraft which weighs over 600,000 pounds, over half a million pounds. And the law of gravity keeps that thing on the ground. But when you understand the operations of the aircraft, I'll tell you that whenever that thing gets to 160 miles per hour, the law of lift cancels the law of gravity in that space. So all of a sudden, the law of gravity can't operate anymore because the law of lift is dominant in that space and takes the aircraft into the air. Whether or not the pilot wants it to go up, it is going to go up once it hits 160 miles per hour because that's when the law of lift or what they call the law of aerodynamics kicks in. That is why your car can't go more than 160 miles per hour because we know some of you will be flying. So the law of lift, the law of aerodynamics dominates that space when the vehicle goes 160 miles per hour. You can't stay on the ground. You go in the air. And I'm saying all of that to say that we have to understand that if we're going to kick into higher levels, if we are going to move to new dimensions in God, we cannot be detained by the law of gravity. The law of lift has to kick in. And so you have to make up your mind whether you're going to be detained by the law of gravity or you are going to get that thing into the law of lift. You know, in former times when we used to drive a stick ship vehicle, there are a lot of times, for one reason or the other, that you're trying to find the gear, moving from second to third or so, and you can't find the gear. So something happened, and you just can't find the gear. You won't have to go see the mechanic to fix the gear box or something, or you might just miss it. But there are a lot of times when you drive those picture vehicles and you keep missing the gear. For a very, very long time, there's some believers 
that have been missing that gear of the law of late. We've been shifting here and there. Some of you sought for it, but you can't find that gear. So you seem detained by the law of gravity for a long time. Some people even get frustrated. The only way that you can find the law of lift is to apply the right principles that will cancel the other law that is in the space, the law of gravity. Because both laws cannot work simultaneously. They can't work together in the same space. And sometimes people try to court both laws. I really want to kick into the law of lift. I want to go to the next level, but I also want to hold on to some things. In the law of gravity, it cannot work. So you have to decide what you want and the laws that are going to get to you. <laughs> I want to say to you that just because of the eventualities, the situation of 2020, it is not an excuse to be detained by the law of gravity. It is an opportunity to engage the law of lift. Sometimes we look for situations happening around us to justify the detention by the law of gravity. It doesn't matter what it is. I am saying to you this morning that in your interest, in the interest of your generation, in the interest of the kingdom of God, you must engage the law of lift and move from that place that you are and get into the place that you can make the kind of impact that God intended for you to make. You have already exhausted the level that you are. And if you continue there, you're going to be frustrated and become more vulnerable to quit it. It's a sad thing when someone served alone for 20, 30, 40 years and then gets frustrated and uh, demotivated about church and God and all that kinds of, kind of stuff. It is generally because you have been detained too long by the law of gravity. I saw a gentleman that they released from prison a, a couple of months ago. He was, he spent, I think, 50 years in prison. And they asked him when he was released, what would you like? What? He said, I just want some food. I'm thinking, after 50 years, he just wants some food. So he's detained on a certain level because of what is environment of the last 50 years has dictated to him. And there's some believers who still just, I just want to build my house. I just want to get my house completed and I'm okay. No, that's the law of gravity. Of course, we want you to get the house completed too. But the psalmist said, I will lift up my eyes to the hills from whence cometh my help. We have to certainly do everything that we can to engage the law of lift so we can deliver on different levels. I love what Brother Shabbat said. 
He said, no, we don't retire, we refine. So even after a certain age, people can come and learn from you the, the things of God and you can guide them accordingly, learn different aspects of life. You can be a source of learning for others who are seeking to, to grow in God and become all that God intended for them to be. But it cannot happen if you continue to be detained by the law of gravity. We've gone through a period of detention, so to speak, in our country, where we had public emergencies, where, you know, because of things happening, the government had to call a state of public emergency, and people were detained. People know that it is not good to be detained. Because when you are detained, it means that you're not totally in control of your life. Other factors dictate your life. You really can't be in the driver's, driver's seat. So if you are detained by the law of gravity, it is not you that is in control, but it is the factors of the law of gravity that dictates your life. And we want to be in a place where we dictate our lives, where we decide that the law of gravity has detained me long enough and I am moving forward. I'm going forward. I am engaging the law of lift because this year is not going to end and I'm still meandering around this level. For you to transition from the law of gravity to the law of lift, it has to be deliberate. It has to be intentional. You have to want it. It has to happen according to your will. And I would dare say that minimal effort cannot enable that transition. Have to be full trot. So the aircraft, the 747 aircraft, does not get to 160 miles per hour just out of chance. It has to be deliberate. The pilot has to put the necessary principles in place to get that thing to that speed. You, as the pilot of your life, you cannot transition from the law of gravity to the law of lift without it being intentional. You have to wake up and want it. You have to make up your mind that this is what I want and put the principles in place to make sure it happens. So Peter and the other disciples were fishing all night, the Bible said. They caught nothing. Of course, they were disappointed. Here comes Jesus in the morning, and he said, cast your nets on the other side. And Peter, operating in the law of gravity at that moment, said, well, we have toiled all night long. We already went in those areas, and we caught nothing. But then some will kicked in, and he said, nevertheless, 
thy word, I will let down the net. He obeyed the word of the Lord. Obedience to God is key in terms of the law of lift. He obeyed the word of the Lord. First of all, Jesus said, launch out into the deep. In other words, Peter, I have a catch for you and the other disciples, but you cannot get it at the level that you're at. So launch out into the deep. You've got to go to the next level because that's where the catch is. Launch out into the deep. He didn't just say, let down your net really. He said, launch out into the deep and let down your net. I, I don't care how much you let down your net in the law of gravity. You're extremely limited what you're going to come up with. But launch out and let down the net. Get into the law of lift. You're going to see a catch that you never imagined. How many you could do with a catch today? How many you could do with a catch for the rest of this year according to all that is happening? Launch out into the deep and let down the net. Transition from the law of gravity to the law of lift requires serious accountability. The pilot is not just at will to do whatever they want to do, although they are in charge of the aircraft, but they are accountable to the aviation industry. Uh, they are accountable to the airport they're leaving from. They are accountable to the airport that they're going and all that kind of stuff. There is accountability that's around this thing. Because you see, sometimes when you want to transition, if you don't make yourself accountable, you get sorry for yourself. And the standard that the accountability system would hold you to, you're not holding yourself to that. So you feel that you have extended yourself and, well, I'm not going to do this anymore. You know, because it seems like the other people at church don't care, or the other people at work don't care, or I'm doing this, and it seems like the rest of my family don't care, they're doing this and that and whatever. So you end up talking yourself out of what you're supposed to be doing. But when the right accountability is in place, it doesn't matter who is not responding. You need to do what you need to do to get the results. So that pilot cannot complain that the people at the airport didn't treat him well. And so he's going to just do anything he wants to do on that aircraft. He is accountable to take that aircraft to London Heathrow safely. Where is your accountability? in pursuing new levels. Is it your friends that always agree with the wrongs that you do holding accountable? Are you holding yourself accountable? I've heard it many times, people, I don't want him to hold me accountable because he's too strict. That's what you want to hold you accountable. Somebody that can enable the transition. Peter, of himself, did not really want to launch out and cast any net on any other side because he was disappointed about not having a catch all night long and all of that but he said nevertheless I word because he said, I don't want you to say well I didn't obey you God it's almost the way Peter was coming up he said nevertheless at thy word I will let down the net so building the capacity in your life 
is heavily dependent on accountability. It's about going into the law of land. Because the laws that some people have been practicing all their life, it cannot take you any further. It may have been good for a season of your life, but that season has been long over. If you really think about it, it probably was over 25 years ago, and maybe 10 different seasons has come in between. I want to read a few verses out of Joshua chapter 1, starting at verse 1. Joshua chapter 1. It says, Now after the death of Moses, the servant of the Lord, it came to pass that the Lord spake unto Joshua, the son of Nun, Moses' minister, or Moses' assistant, saying, Moses, my servant, is dead. Now, therefore, arise, go over this Jordan, thou and all this people, unto the land which I do give to them, even to the children of Israel. Stop there for a moment. He said to Joshua, Moses, my servant, is dead. So, what I'm about to tell you, Joshua, take Moses out of your mind, out of the picture. Because, remember, it was Moses' assistant. So he would go to Moses' aid uh, uh, from time to time. So God will say, listen, there is no Moses to look to to carry out this assignment. Moses is dead. You are the man. So I'm talking to you. Sometimes God talks to you and you say, well, we can do this. Well, um, we can go out. This is talking to you. So Moses, my servant, is, is dead. The transition that needs to take place from this side of Jordan to the next side of Jordan is going to require your leadership. How do you go about this, Joshua? Not Moses. Moses is dead. How you go about this will determine how this project comes up. So he said, remember, Joshua and Israel are on one side of Jordan, and to get into Canaan land, they would now need to go across the Jordan River first, which needed a miracle because. The river Jordan is not like these little rivers that we have around the place that you throw stones in there and step on them and go across. No, that, those are really tributaries compared to, it was like a sea, Jordan. So remember now, Moses took Israel across the Red Sea. So God is saying to Joshua, ain't no Moses here to take you across this one. What Moses did, how Moses led Israel across the Red Sea, you are the man. Moses is dead. And sometimes we have to get that in people's mind that it is your time to arrive. Look, Pastor Randy came here amidst a difficult 1980 and established Faith Christian Fellowship of Jamaica. 20 years, he ran a tremendous leg. And all of us give honor to the man of God. But he's not dead like 
that kind of there. <laughs> but what I'm saying is this transition from Jamaica, it's your time to arise. It's your time to arise and deliver. Pastor Monica fasted here for a time. She's not here anymore. Now it's your time to arise, to go over this Jordan. And after Jordan, as much as it needed a miracle to go over Jordan, that was the easier part. Because now you're going to have to help Israel to inherit the land, which means you're going to have to go into the land. And remember, the Jebusites, the Canaanites, the Perizzites, the Hivites, the Ammonites, the Amalekites, all of them people are in the land. So, and, and everybody knows that they were strong. So you are going to have to conquer them, Joshua, and get Israel sent. So now, therefore, arise. In other words, where we are now, on the side of Jordan, it's going to require the law of lift to take on what is in front of you. Yes, it is almost here. But the Lord, my God, is with me. He said, let's read verse 2 again. Moses, my servant, is dead. Now, therefore, arise, go over this Jordan, thou, and all this people. So, and I, I love that part. It's all about me. All these people. So, it's not about you, you know. So if it don't work out, then you can go hide and, and whatever. God said, listen, you are all these people. You have an assignment to take, not just yourself, but all these people across Jordan unto the land which I do give to them, even to the children of Israel. Every place that the soul of your foot shall tread upon that have I given unto you, as I said unto Moses, from the wilderness and this Lebanon, even unto the great river, the river Euphrates, all the land of the Hittites, and unto the great sea toward the going down of the sun, shall be your coast. There shall not any man be able to stand before thee all the days of thy life. As I was with Moses, so I will be with thee. I will not fail thee. There are times when he said, I will not leave thee. But I like that. I will not fail thee. I will not forsake you. Can you receive that in your spirit from the Lord this morning? I will not fail you, saith the Lord. So even if you have to speak the truth and for a moment somebody don't like you, I will not fail you. When it seems like danger is surrounding you and there are no possibilities, I will not fail you. He said, look, when it comes back, you're going to come upon Jericho and Jericho is straightly shut up. Don't be seized by that because I will not fail you. How many times have you come upon Jericho in your life where, where you believe God is leading is shut up? And people tell you that you can't, you can't do it. It can't be done. Yeah, listen, there's a lot of people come here with backwards and all kind of stuff and they couldn't go in there. It can't be done. Don't, don't try. God said, I will not fail you. I will not forsake you. Next verse. 
Be strong and of a good courage, for unto this people shall thou divide for an inheritance the land which I swear unto their fathers to give them. He said, Be strong for this one here. Be strong and of a good courage, man. That responsibility of dividing land for people. Oh boy. It's one of the times when you can see the best and worst of people. Because they feel like their border is supposed to be down here and uh, who didn't get enough land. And people misbehave when it comes to land. We have more cases in petition court about land than anything else. So, so God said to Joshua, be strong and of a good courage. Because unto this people thou shalt divide for an inheritance the land. You're the man that's going to call it. Remember, Moses is dead. So uh, it's not like you, you get weary and just say, look here, Moses, take over this because um, I can't deal with it. Moses is dead. Only be thou strong and very courageous that thou mayst observe to do according to all the law. You see that? So we're getting down to some things here. He said, be strong and very courageous that you will observe to do or to practice the principles of the kingdom that will get you the result, which Moses, my servant, commanded thee, because Moses himself practiced them, and that's what got Moses into the law of lift. And Moses taught them to you. So, God said, turn not from it to the right or to the left, that thou mayst prosper wheresoever thou goest. How are you going to prosper by not turning away from the laws of the kingdom? He said, the law of live, whatever is going to get you into the law of live, you cannot turn away from it because that's how you're going to prosper. Prosper meaning that's how you're going to achieve the goal. That's how you're going to have good success. You cannot abort the principles, the keys that will get you to success because that means no success will come. It doesn't matter how desperate you are. There is no excuse, no explanation for aborting the principles of the kingdom. That's how you get into the law of life. That's how you have good success. That's how you prosper. So the very thing that we want to achieve sometime, we abort the process to get there. God is saying, can't work like that. Look at the next verse. We'll close with it. This book of the law shall not depart out of thy mouth, but thou shalt meditate therein day and night. Is he talking about the same laws, the principles, the keys? said, don't let them depart from your mouth. Meditate in it day and night. Because as you meditate on it, that means it is going to eventually control or dictate your behavior. So meditate during day and night that thou mayst observe to do according to all that is written therein. So it's step by step. We don't get there overnight. So uh, meditate on it so that you will observe and, and do according to all that is written therein. You cannot leave any loophole for the devil. So uh, it's a process of growing. Yeah, you might not be strong in this area uh, this month, but you have to grow and next month to strengthen that because you have to do according to all that is 
therein. And it goes on to say, for then, or that's how you will make your way prosperous and have good success. That's how come by the principles, the laws. That's the road to the law of effort. Again, I want to ask, what principle or what set of principles are you working on in your life right now? COVID is no excuse for time off from the principles of the kingdom. It is an opportunity to anchor yourself. What set of principles are you working on in your life as it relates to the kingdom, as it relates to transitioning into the law of lift? What is it that you were not doing well last year that you can say, praise God, I've got a hold of it this year and I can move on to the next one. If you can't identify any principles of the kingdom that you're working on, you are meandering in the law of gravity. And no different result that you've been getting is going to happen. We thank you so much for joining us today. God bless you and have a great day. You may contact us by email at fcfmontegobay at gmail.com or follow us on Instagram at fcfmobay and on Facebook at fcfmontegobay.